Jetzt. Real Estate is an emotionally based business. Mentors can, can make or break a person. Welcome back to another episode of the Be Revolutionary Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Perry. This is the podcast where we interview agents, entrepreneurs, head coaches, and we really answer the deep questions that everybody wants to know. Don't worry. I'm just joking. We're not going to get too deep. Don't worry. (laughs) I said that because I wanted to freak you out and see all your faces. It's hard to freak us out. Well, thank you guys for coming. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Vanya, Danielle, Georgia Bay Dream Team, yeah, uh, head coaches of the Georgia Bay office. Thank you very much for coming down. What four hour drive? Three, three hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. four so or that's seven. Not too bad. Yeah. So, and where is the office? It's for the people who don't know where the Georgian Bay office is, it's in a little town called... It's in a little town called Literally Tiny. <laughs> but Tiny is not so tiny. Not so uh, tiny it's anymore? It actually was named after a dog. That's right. So we have three townships, Tiny, Tay, and Floss, and they're all named after dogs. And and was that... who Whose dogs were they? Do you remember? Uh, um, was it the Hudson Bay Company or Georgia? No, something? sir, something, something, something... That's yeah. really bad that we don't know. It's okay to I know. Um, we know the dogs. Was, yeah, it was some uh, political person, I yes. think, right? Yes. And if we knew the name, it would it be... Was, it was the, the lord of the area yeah. at that time. I, at oh, that time. Was Simcoe? Was it not Simcoe? Lord Simcoe? No, no. Well, no. Shoot. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we're off to a great start. So, yeah. Uh, were you on the podcast? Before? Just you. No, me. Well, I came with Danielle, but she was on the Right. Yeah. And that was two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from the last time to now, a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. We went through a pandemic. Was it a pandemic when you were there? Just the beginning of it. Just the beginning? Yeah. Really known. So, so far, we've been through a pandemic, a roller coaster of a market. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is like for you guys, but a dead stop of a market. Yep. So... Have you been over the last two years? Great. Yeah. Good. Uh, yes. It's been a roller coaster for sure. Yeah. In many different, in many positive ways. Yeah. Um, but for us, I mean, we opened Rebel Office in the middle of pandemic when yes. everybody was shutting down. That's right. And everybody's like, oh my God, are we ever going to work again? And here we are um, <laughs> opening uh, a brand new real estate office. <laughs> And everybody's giving us looks like, what on earth are you doing? But it turned out to be a great adventure and uh, we really love it and enjoy every second of it. That's good. And are you still feeling that same feeling now? Oh, yeah. With the market being the way it is? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? The market has slowed down. But because we were established during the pandemic and even before that before right um we have a good amount of of referrals repeat clients and even people who just see our name in the area so we're actually very fortunate and sometimes i mean i I would like it to be a little bit busier on the buyer's side um but sometimes i like this market better than the pandemic market because the pandemic market really freaked me out yeah because people were going in with no conditions and i had to make sure that they were 
you know, stable with that and that they were protected. understanding and protected that, well, yeah, and understanding that you're not getting a home inspection. So if something happens, I mean, we can only see what we can see yeah. during the sometimes 15 minute, the 15 minute intervals, intervals that we had to go <laughs> yeah. into places. Right. Yeah. Um, so to me, I mean, sellers had to sell high and buy high. Right. Mm -hmm. Just like when you sell low, you buy low um, unless they were moving out of province. Right. And uh, so so really, I mean, it benefited the sellers, but then the sellers had to buy high and they had to buy, period. Mm -hmm. Like how many of them were well, I was stressed out thinking how they were going to be homeless because they couldn't find a place afterwards. Right. Yes, that right? was a that was a huge issue. Yeah. And now we're kind of and now what I've noticed is that we are kind of back into a somewhat traditional market where, you know, sale of buyer properties are, are getting accepted, but I feel like, I don't know how it is up in Georgia Bay, but for us, August, September. Okay. July. All right. We'll, we'll accept a sale of buyer's property, but now none of the buyer's properties are even selling. selling. So accepting a sale of buyer's property is almost like a massive risk, even more so than it was before. Are you guys seeing a lot of sale of buyer, buyer's properties? I don't know. I'm I would love yeah, to just say SOP, but I don't know if yeah. everybody... Or SPP. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we do see it more than we did in in the last yeah. 24 months. There's no question about there was no SPP before. Yeah. But I mean, what, what we don't realize, not just, you know, us and I'm talking about real estate professionals and the public is real estate yeah. is an emotionally based business. There will be still people that are needed to sell, need to buy. They'll be moving. They'll be upgrading. They will downsizing, divorces. So, yes. A lot of those. Estate sales. Estate yep. sales. Estate There's sales. a lot of like real estate. You know, yeah, it's not as strong as it used to be, but we knew from the beginning this cannot go on forever. Of we course. just you, we got used to it, right? And everybody's referring to, to that part, but that's not realistic. That's not can go on for like this forever right so we knew it's gonna go back at some point right so <laughs> is there a price correction in your area would you say happening yeah there is a price correction um we probably going back to you know beginning of 2020 or that, that's kind of what we're yeah, seeing as well yeah which was again a strong market well because that's from 2020 <laughs> from you know 2019 and 2018 at least for here there's 14% increase, 20% increase, 12% increase. And that's, that's double, triple, even that's quadruple. double the national increase. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 7%, uh, right? And the historical average of what I use as a conservative number has always been, you know, 5% over the course of the last 50 years. We've went down some, we've skyrocketed some, but I still think that's a healthy amount. So yep. if you could still be 10%, 15%, 20%, like that's still crazy. It is. What, what kind of return do you get anywhere else? Well, and to look at, you know, our parents who bought in 1950, 1960, and they made, might have made $200,000 over the course of 40 years, mm -hmm. let alone two years. Yeah, exactly. Right? So as, um, how long have been, how long have you been in the business, by the way? Um, we've been in business uh, 16 or 17 together years. Together always? 18. No, together since 2000 and. 10. So 12 years together. Holy mm -hmm. smokes. We've been married for 12 years. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's longer than me and uh, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're only at eight years. So um, what was, how was the market like then? 
I mean, I well, guess for... it used to take us sometimes two years to sell a house. Yeah. Don't forget, we come from a very small market. Yes, we are, right. you know, we Cottage have a lot of cottages, but in the last 10, 15 years, our area grew to be a retirement community. Mm. So a lot of people from GTA, even from Niagara yeah. region are coming our way. So it kind of became a full-time area but when we were selling before it was you know you list the house and you six have months to, to two years yeah. was yeah. what we were banking on to have that house on the market before it sold even in 2017 when i started anything over a million in niagara on the lake should have been signed at 12 months no contract no yeah yep and so it's interesting when you tell the story to even people who've lived there like they know and it's funny because all i know about and in tiny was is that I was because I grew up in Barry and Innisfil that I used to go play hockey and you know get lost in the snow trying to find the, <laughs> yeah, it's a snow belt. Find, yeah like where where's the arena where here? am I <laughs> yeah I know it was so open and then you drive yeah. when I came and visited your office I was very surprised at like some of the subdivisions yeah. even you know developed even a lot in Alaska yeah, so wild. I grew up in that area yeah and um you only bought in tiny township if you were a full-time resident. Yeah. Um, you only bought in tiny township if you couldn't afford the towns of Penetanguishene and Midland. Right. Right. Now it's the and flip. Even then. <laughs> now it's the flip. Yeah. Penetanguishene and Midland are, are less expensive than tiny. Well, and Tay Township because people want to be out in the and, country. And they want bigger the spaces. Because mm. in Lafroy, do you know where Lafroy is? No. You know where Innisfil is? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So on the lake, on Lake Simcoe, Simcoe. Uh, there's a little town called Lafroy, right beside Alcona. Mm -hmm. And like those were markets that didn't necessarily have the best reputations. And now it's the Exploded. exact opposite. You mm -hmm. want to be in Lafroy because you're right by the water, good lifestyle, mm -hmm. great, you know, trails. And the highway is close by. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hop on the fourth line, get on, get yourself to highway 89 or 88 and you're right there. Well, mm -hmm. I came from Toronto market and when I decided to move up to tiny, all my friends that don't. That you're nuts. Well, anything north of 401 was country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, you, I'm said I'm moving to tiny and they're like, tiny, tiny what? Yeah. Where, where? where the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. all right. So uh, let's just say you've been in the business 16 to 18 years of that. You know, and uh, we're not going to go back and check the stats, okay? But of that, how long do you think you've been in the top producer area or, you know, like been a, almost like a household name? Because when we heard of you guys, everybody knew who you were. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Shortly after you, you, we, we created the business partnership in. I would say 10 years. Yeah. 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 And then so you've been at the, the, where I'm going with this is that you've been at that high producing level where you've also seen multiple markets in different, all different kinds. All kinds oh, absolutely. Of so what do you think has, you know, been the number one key to keeping that business steady as opposed to quitting and finding a job as an admin or something? Well, you know first, what I mean? first you never quit. Right. If you want to stay in this business. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say, I would say that one of our secrets is referrals, right? Mm -hmm. We treat our clients well and, and um is, and they treat us well as well yeah. right it's it's like a give and take we keep in touch with them on a regular basis and mm -hmm. because of that i'd say we're at about 85 percent referral based and so when you're keeping in touch 
is this through just a general, hey, how are you? Or is this more of like event planning? There's there's a lot of different aspects in keeping in touch. I mean, Danielle and I are very much involved in community and that comes on top of everything else. Yes. But we also involve our clients with us. So whenever we organize, like right now, there is um, a charity event at the end of November called Life for Kids. So... Danielle is actually director and uh, of the board, on, on the one board. of the board. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a charity in Kenya that supports local orphanage for boys. So all our clients are, you know, constantly they want to be part of that. They want to yeah. be part of our events. So that's one way of you know staying in touch and involved. But you have to be. You know, in real estate, you can't just take, right? You got to, we do a lot of things because we want to do them. And not, yes. There is no expectation yes. of anything back, but people do care. And I find people don't care unless they realize how much you care. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. So we care. We, you know, we have friends or clients that became friends. They go on vacation and they need their cats to be fat. They call us, yes. right? It's nothing to do with real estate, <laughs> yeah. but you know, no, we are the we first, the first person to go to. What yeah. do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, do you know this? Do you know that? So I think that's big part being involved in community all the time is a big part of our mm-hmm. clients staying in touch with us too. Yeah, yep. but yeah. we also have like our pumpkin pie giveaway at Thanksgiving. On the Friday, we get we send an email out to all of our clients saying. Come and get your pumpkin pie, but RSVP. We also believe in supporting local. So yes, we always time. like we we um we always have somebody who's baking those pies that we buy them from. And uh we had about 50 people come and get pies this year. Um nice. so they drive right out and, and pick them up and 12 days of Christmas, all local businesses are yeah, supporting yeah. on Instagram that. and Facebook and, and, and show I, I love that. And because mm-hmm. it's kind of like what we do and we love it. And it's you know. I, I love it because I get, I'm in these businesses all the time, mm. all the, like in it, in it, it's a two way street. For example, we had a Halloween party, um, just for family and some of the kids. Well, it was for the kids. I mean, not based on how oh, yeah. much chocolate I ate. So, um, basically we had pizza from the local pizzeria that we always do. Right. But then like. There's this really great spot called Budapest Sam, uh, Budapest Bake Shop. They do the chimney cakes. Oh yeah, in right? downtown. Yeah. Oh, I got, right. yeah, whatever. that's our stop I know, tomorrow. Right? Go. <laughs> I love those chimney cakes. But like, it was a Halloween party. But I still went. Th- I could have went anywhere, anywhere, but I went there to buy their sandwiches, and mm-hmm. we had a big sandwich platter. Mm-hmm. And it's and I so I think it's a two way street because not only are you getting them to kind of help you, but at the same time. You know, you get to know these people. You get to know why they've made what they've made. And it just makes that experience a little bit more special. Because if you knew the owners, you get to know their backstory. There's a story. And it makes the pizza, makes or makes it, the pizza guy, I'll tell you, it's a whole nother story. He's, he's a great guy. Runs all the hockey stuff. But anyways, <laughs> um, but the Budapest Bake Shop, if you would have known their story mm-hmm. when they, you know, yeah. coming to Canada, putting everything on the line. Exactly. And it just makes that that much sweeter. Well, right? real but estate mm-hmm. is a relationship business, yeah. right? And how many cl- clients do you have that have a business that you're encouraging, Absolutely. you know, to, to involve them too, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. they're very happy. Like, you know, if we ask them, you know, you're organizing this, if you want to display or do something, like they jump on it. There's no question asked because, you know, it's a... I mean, you see the the community involvement. I I can I say that because I I came from Toronto. You don't you don't feel Ish, that very much yeah. in big cities, yeah. but in a smaller community, if like we've had a colleague whose daughter was sick, the whole so Tate 
tiny ta- uh, township Penetang all got together and we were we were putting bracelets together oh, that were sold in support of of her <laughs> like you know it's it's heart touching really it's it's just it's great we we just love it and so what and from a business perspective now um how are you is there i don't want to say because there's a big misconception when I talked at the Buzz Conference, we were talking about charities and how to get involved. And, you know, I was I felt that maybe talking about it might diminish the value of what we were doing. But is there any way that you can kind of leverage that in order to either create new contacts or like invite your friends? Or is it just you just try to keep it as strictly as a value prop as possible? Well, we, 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 you know, we do this from our heart yeah. first as more of a giving back thing mm-hmm. and um with doing something from your heart you always get back mm-hmm. right you don't ask for it but it comes naturally right where you know everybody knows that danielle danielle is a little bit more involved yeah. in this charity than i am but we have clients the lady that you know just moved in bought a multi-million dollar home she wants to be involved in it like nobody asked her to be but she just you know there's a need to do that so um yeah it's you know we do it i think i i think also my suggestion for anybody who is in real estate who wants to get into a committee a board or a charity of some sort do it it's like you said you have to do it with your heart right? right don't pick something that has nothing to do with with what your, your heart, or... what your passion is exactly, because you're not going to give it any attention if it is right. For me, if I get clients out of it, great. But if I don't ever get clients out of it, I'm happy knowing that I am supporting something that I am so close to, and that touches my heart, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's I, I think the secret to it is is not expecting to get business out of it mm-hmm. if you do great but if if you never do just make sure that it's making you feel good doing it mm-hmm. without that so i think adding it it would be good to, fair to say that adding something um like that to your yearly planning would be you know to make it as a as a thank you or something that lines up with your 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 passions as much as possible as opposed to just trying to search for something that it, you 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 feel like you're doing it just because realtors do it. Yeah, realtors yep. do all kinds of stuff that don't work. Yeah, because yeah. they do it for wrong reasons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but even even with clients, right? When we're giving the pies away, yeah. if we were like really unhappy about doing it because we really didn't want to socialize, <laughs> we wouldn't be as good at it as we are. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, for example, I mean, in 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 December, every Friday we have a get together, like a holiday cheer. So every Friday between whatever, three o'clock till five o'clock, what sometimes six because people work till five. So yeah. just stop by, we'll have a glass of wine. And that's and including other real estate agents. And yes. that, that's right? including because it's really important for us to keep right? up those relationships, no matter what brokerage they're with. Yes. Collaboration is one of the biggest things that either you get as an agent or you don't get. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's amazing to see those that do get it flourish well we had um we had um an agent that you know said to us we don't we don't like to mingle and i'm like that's interesting (laughs) you're in a business of people and you don't like to mingle yeah yeah Uh oh Uh -oh. yeah that that would be a big red flag (laughs) um 
So coming from a small town and doing business in a small town, you know, talking about collaboration, talking about people who don't like to mingle, how important is it for you guys to have a squad or a team up there um, that, you know, acts as one? Oh, very Absolutely important. important. So um, in in our office, mm-hmm. it's very, very important for us to have that as part of our culture where we lift each other up. Yeah. We don't put each other down. Right. So if somebody else makes a sale and I haven't made a sale for a couple of weeks, right. I'm not going to say, how dare you make a sale? (laughs) I'm going to say, Oh my God, congratulations. (laughs) That's awesome. Go. We we are, we're more like a family that way, but some families don't work with the way we do either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's what it is. Lifting up instead of putting down. I agree. And especially if you're going to use the F word, in a business setting, you've got to know that they're going to be the right people. Yes. You know, because Absolutely. that makes it that much more difficult. You have difficult. to surround yourself with, you know. Like-minded people. Like-minded people that you have to have a same vision. We might have, even Danielle and I as business partner, we might have different thoughts of how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. But we have the same goal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is when you have a That's same important. vision, mm-hmm. everything is possible. Yeah. Interesting. Right? So... 2020 is when you guys came on yeah in rebel what was the just because now we have a different perspective yeah what was something that maybe uh guided you to to contact rebel or or reach out or what was it about rebel that maybe inspired you to make a move well i think that speaking of goals right basically their their whole concept the whole rebel concept was where we were headed in our business. Um, so the whole, um, culture, like I said, of, mm-hmm. of lifting people up instead of putting people down right within, um, the whole, um, giving back to the community and not just That's being, easy. you know, about ourselves, but also, um, you know, the relationships that we have with other agents. Um, that's, that's another thing that I found with Revel that was really important. It didn't matter, you know, what, what other, I mean, we, be so happy if everybody joined us yeah right <laughs> but if they don't it doesn't yeah. mean okay. that we don't deal yeah, with them in a nice okay. way yeah um but uh but also just you know the progressiveness because it seemed like um i mean a lot of companies are really great right brokerages but they're kind of stuck in that mm-hmm. mentality of the old school sales yeah right we're kind of in the mentality of the new school sales um and and just doing things like facebook instagram youtube google like you have to be on all of these things and doing podcasts yeah. like you or you know doing our stupid little videos over at <laughs> at um at the <laughs> i don't know the witch's walk that i was at in <laughs> cold water where i've by the way never seen so many witches oh, women that was, that was my age and older <laughs> dressed really really well yeah. as witches like there were hundreds of them yeah that's amazing <laughs> it's it's a, also but, a team culture right yeah so everybody's yeah. supporting everybody so yeah you are my technically my competitor technically yeah. on the paper yeah but if you make as danielle said if you make us a, a, a you know a million dollars say i'm happy for you i'm not gonna be you know jealous of you where in the past we've seen you know a lot of very individually it's a straight line there's no shades there's no yeah. left and just straight and real estate mm-hmm. you can't you have to go with like you have to involve always you have to yeah. go forward right. and and change things and for better i, I think too you know what because you brought up a good point too that's making me think of all of the reasons why we joined rebel we're individuals 
-hmm. right? And everybody's an individual. And we were not really encouraged to explore our individuality in business as much as we felt that Revel would let us explore that individuality. Right. That is huge because I think it's one of the reasons why I kind of came over too, where my main reason was opportunity. I eventually, um, you know, I love my clients, but eventually my goals are such that, you know, working with clients on a daily basis might not be part of, you know, the, the end game for me. Mm -hmm. I want to have multiple locations Mm -hmm. and run the team aspects and where, Roy, um, Roy, Roy page, I'll just say it. They weren't offering that to me at the time. They were, of course, I was very young in the business, but it was more of like a, they, brands like that already have their territories. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's like, no, but they, they already have the territory. Too. Yeah, of course. They're, right. Where Revel is, it provides that opportunity where they're growing and they have those opportunities to grow. Um, but on the other side of things is like what you said is the innovation and where they're not afraid to allow people to be themselves because within that brand search you, that you guys are doing, yeah. Revel has bigger, found of things. Course. They're like, yeah. wow, you know what? We like what Andrew's doing. We like what Brantford's doing. We like what Georgians Bay is doing. Well, let's try to implement that from the brokerage level. And that's team. That's exactly. a teamwork. Yeah. And it's where it's, it's nothing is off the table. Exactly. Um, what, which is what I really love because, you know, I, I, I say we're like the Google of, of real estate, you know, or, or the Apple of real estate where all of our, um, ideas come from the entire brokerage. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have that type of, and then we met, you know, Rick, uh, Nikki and Ryan and uh, <laughs> Ryan and Nikki to get Ricky. Ricky. That's <laughs> right. We met Ricky. <laughs> I put a pattern on that. <laughs> um, and you know, they're such a kind and loving couple yeah. and so down to earth. You know, when you, when you meet people at that yeah. level, they already accomplished and did a lot in their career. A lot of business people become very, you know, can touch them. They, they know, mm. but they are so wonderful. And that of course helped a lot that they are approachable and they willing. I mean, again, we come from a very small town, a very yeah. small market, and they were willing to give us a chance. Yeah. Right. Well, I think they saw a lot of what your clients see in you. You know, community driven, yep. um, value added people, mm-hmm. value driven people. And, you know, of course, obviously you guys do some good business. So that's mm-hmm. great. Right. But what I like about Ryan and Nikki is that as well as, you know, as much as they probably uh, uh, get annoyed when they see my name on the caller ID, they're all, the- <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, because you know what? They're like, they're like, Him again. Andrew, this is going to be probably 10 to 15 minutes. Do I got to? Because nothing's ever short with me. As soon as I finish one sentence, I'm stumbling into another sentence. It's kind of what I do on this podcast too. But the point of that is just that they're always willing to, you know, answer our phone calls and, and just exactly. be, just be honest with us when we need it too. Yep. Uh, Cause I found, I found that some business owners that, you know, cause I have experienced this in the past where some managers, they just wanted to do everything to keep you. And I think that's the wrong idea as well, it where is. it's mm-hmm. like, you can't bend your core values for, um, one head coach mm-hmm. and do something different for another. It just doesn't work that way. No. So, um, what is kind of next for the Georgian Bay dream team? What is, what's in the pipeline you know, are you guys doing anything different in the coming season? 
Well, we uh, we uh, probably, you know, we would like to expand our office as well in a different ways. Um, however, you know, we, we do like to work with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And um, Danielle and I have been, been working together for, you know, many, many years. And we have <laughs> our own little things like every other business. So <laughs> we would like, you know, to, to Melissa and Courtney join Ravel, yeah. which was great. Yes. Yeah. So we are working on some other uh possible agents that will join so we would like to extend Ravel georgian bay for sure good so that's something yep. that's in uh well and i think again going back to why we joined revel revel is a boutique brokerage but we're a full service brokerage and yeah. we're different than the others so it's not every agent that fits into the revel exactly. culture right and it's not every agent that fits into our culture and we want to make sure because if you have somebody, just even one person who isn't I know in that. the culture, yeah. it can ruin it for everybody, everybody. there, yes. right? And so that's why we're really careful with who we invite. I agree. <laughs> it revels the same way because we, as the director of recruitment, we could have had 5,000 agents if we really wanted to. Mm. Um, and most of the people that finally get to my desk are usually they've gone through some type of pre-qualification um, process where they've checked us out online. They see what we offer. Like it's not a secret what mm. we offer. And by the time they get to us, they're more invested into joining. So my closing ratio is super, super high. And, <laughs> and I would love to say that it's because I'm so amazing at what I do, but, it, it, well, <laughs> but it's more about, you know, attracting your tribe. And That's if we were, if we really wanted to make a huge push and have all these agents, you know, I would do a bait and switch or I wouldn't tell everybody the full story just to get people in. And then by that time, who knows? Like, why do you want to work with somebody like that? Mm. And so I think if you attract your tribe, your likelihood of becoming successful with this group of people is just You're much, in a much smaller higher. group, mm-hmm. but you know. Right I like that. Up. Attract your tribe. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> I used to, I Absolutely. used to do this in, you know, in my other business as well with, with the gym membership sales, it was an American company and they always wanted to say, okay, come here. Okay. If they don't say yes, say, call your manager and, you know, do this and take off the money. I'm like, well, what do the money get taken off for? Well, you know, we, uh, there, there's no towels. I'm like, well, we don't have towel service at this location anyways. So I understand where they're coming from. It's a package company mm-hmm. wide, but why would I try to sell them that? So what I would do is I would just say, look, what are your goals? I want this, this, and this. Well, look, here's what we have. And this is exactly how we can help you get there. That's on you. If you yeah. want something, you can call me. I'm not going to try to sell you. And then they'll usually appreciate that because they can see that there's no bullshit here. Mm-hmm. And then they just either decide to join or they come back in a week or two. Like we're not going to harass people to join. If you no. want to join, you're well, going to join. And then, I mean, a lot of agents see real estate as a job. Yeah. Real estate, real estate is not a job. No, it's not, it's it's not a, a job. It's a, it's a lifestyle and it's a career. Yeah. So I was dressed just, up like a witch and, and I saw clients of mine. <laughs> so I if, danced <laughs> on stage in front of 400 people. <laughs> so, yes, you did. Congratulations. Yeah. That was great. That was really so if fun. you just do it, do it for, to put a for sale and sold sticker on the sign, you are not going to last very You're long. You're in the wrong industry. You're in the wrong industry. So this is, um, the part of the show where I kind of asked, like, is there anything maybe that you guys want to touch on that we haven't talked about yet? Anything that you want to 
get off your chest or that you would like to t- explain to people. If not, we can always go this route too, is that if there's somebody who's number one, either just starting in this industry, uh, what kind of advice would you give them? Or if you have somebody that's maybe where you guys were a few years ago, where you're looking to do something different or you're looking to expand or grow, you're, maybe you're a single agent going into a team leader position, or maybe you're a team leader looking to expand. Mm-hmm. What do you think is some of the best advice? Well, I think people should not be afraid of change. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are working for certain companies. We've been in in a company for many, many years, right? We were trying to, you know, align ourselves with yeah. somebody else and Rebel finally came along. But there was always a fear. There's there's this stupid fear of leaving when you're not happy. Ch- change will not happen unless you change. Right. Right? So there's a lot of people who can be so much better if they would have a team and support and the leadership behind them. Yeah. But they just, you know, they get this, they got into the habit and they just mm-hmm. don't want to change. So I think um, young people, I mean, they have to realize that you still have to, you have a license, you still have to work. You still you have to do things. Membership dues. No, you, you still have to do the things that you don't want to do as a real estate agent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no, no running away from that one, is there? No, but mm-hmm. it's certainly easier if you join a team yep. where things are already set up for you and, you know, you don't have to spend years figuring it out. It's already figured it out. Yep. But again, not everybody wants that route because, you know, they want to try it on their own and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I would certainly, if I would do it again, I would join the team myself. Yeah, I always say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have been so much easier. Yeah. Like you you can accomplish in five years something that I accomplished in 10. Right. Right? Because exactly. the I system's think, already in place, right? Yeah. I, I think as well it's um, choosing a brokerage where you have strong mentors, right? Because mm. mentors can can make or break a person. Um, And so, you know, if, if you have a strong mentor, you had a strong mentor when you first started on your own, I had a strong mentor when I first started on my own. And even though he wasn't making me go out there and get the business and pushing me that way, but he was encouraging me and his door was always open and Mm -hmm. I could always go and Mm -hmm. talk to him about anything. He wouldn't put me down for any questions that I had. And he, um, that, that meant a lot to me. And for the first three years of my career, I think this is what I have to tell people is that if you do go on your own, the first three years of your career is going to be working mega, mega hours and hardly making any money because you've got to make a name for yourself. You've got to get people to trust you. Right. And real estate expenses are huge. And then, and then the advertising and the photography and the, the everything. I mean, it's not, it's not the seventies now where people no. put a sign on the lawn and went and got drunk with the neighbors. Yeah, the right? whiskey in the back. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. not like that anymore. No. There's so many things. And so you really have to know that you're going to have to put in your all for the first three years and still for the rest of your career, yeah. but just in different ways after you establish yourself. And I think that that's what new agents don't understand. They think that they just get their license and then all of a sudden, all the money's going to rain down on them. Everybody's going to come to them and want to buy and sell and they're just going to get right into it. But really it's, it's not the truth. You have to really work on it. You mentioned that because we had, I had somebody who wanted, you know, it's a, it's a newer agent. And I said, so what is your, what is your goal? What What is your vision? Oh, I want to make a million dollars. And I'm like, that's oh, fantastic. That's Good for you. Great. I said, so how are you going to get there? Oh. 
Like, you know, so yeah. having systems in place bring me back to. So how many leads are you going to give me? Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. So I said, it's, it, that's, that's fantastic. So you figured it out already. How are we going to get there? And then there's that blank, like, what do you mean? I have my license, right? So yeah. that's bring me back to the point that, you know, for new somebody who just starting real estate career, it probably would better to, I would definitely yeah. join a team. And that's, that's exactly why. 85% of real estate agents only cover 15% of the business mm-hmm. and 15% of real estate agents cover 85% of the business yeah. because you really have to, and it is a lifestyle. It's not something that you can just leave at home or leave at the office. Sorry. I mean, leave at the office and go home. It follows you home. It follows you into town. Yep. It takes me two hours to go to the grocery store and do I my know, groceries. <laughs> and <laughs> just standing there. What, is the, what did I even come in here for? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Where am I? (laughs) But you know what, though? I enjoy talking about real estate. Me too. At the end of the day, you have to love it. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So if you don't love it, then leave it. It's a a hard (laughs) career. Yeah. Because it it is a life lifestyle for sure. It is a lifestyle. And I am in that type of position now where you can kind of reflect on that. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, I might have only been in the business five years going into my sixth year. But I think understanding the dynamics of what a real relationship is versus like a normal sales career and how your clients are. I mean, clients were always, when they come to the gym, we're always friends, right? Hey, good to see you. How's that, how's that back training going? You know what I mean? But it was different. And it's different in real estate because you're sharing a piece of their life. Mm-hmm. Well, you're sharing yeah. the biggest investment yeah. of their lives. So. And some of them are getting a divorce, like you said. Some of them are going through a tough time. Some of them. So are, you're not just a real estate agent, in, right? right? Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I actually do a psychiatrist and psychologist. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think that that should be part of the uh, exam. The RICO yeah. courses. Uh, yeah, we've got is, our PhDs. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean on on the lighter side. Because we've been in the business for 18 years, I've had like first just freshly married couples and then their kids and their kids are like in high school or graduating high school now or yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. But it's amazing to see that like we have, we have one client, they were first time buyers with me when I first started in my career. And, uh, and, and since then we've bought and sold and bought and sold and, and I'm so happy for them. And I'm so happy that they actually, it's, it's an honor for me to be, you know, involved in that mm-hmm. whole progression with them. I agree. And there used to be the saying that, you know, buyers or sellers, you know, typically will transact every seven years. What I've been lucky enough to see is that it's almost every two or three, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy, mm-hmm. and it's it's great, but it it means that you get to spend a lot more time with these people, with them. Absolutely. and you know, especially when they're when they're keeping into town, which mm-hmm. we we really love. But anyways, that's it for today. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank really you for having can us. I, can I can I just put in a plug about my uh, music trivia event? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on. hold on, I'm gonna get my poster. Okay. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure when this is going to air, but... Okay, well, let's see. And if it doesn't air... Who do we still air have? beforehand, then you can see because it's an annual event. Yeah. So... Okay, we, if we if we don't make it for this year, we'll definitely can you see it? invite you next year. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, November 25th, 2022. Oh. 
Dylan. over at the Midland Cultural Dylan Center. He's amazing. Yeah, I know. So we are having our third annual music trivia. So it's 70s, 80s, 90s music awesome. trivia event um, over there. And we have Dylan Locke, who is playing. Um, and we have Hippie Plates, who are catering the appetizers. Um, there's going to be a photo booth, so you can act goofy and take your photos home and hang them on your fridge. <laughs> Anyhow, $100 a ticket gets you all of this. And you're supporting Life for Kids, which is a Canadian-registered charity. And uh, it, it, it's supports a home for street boys over in um in kenya in nairobi kenya and these kids are like three five years old left on the streets orphaned um were sometimes left just left um and uh so it's really great even with that because we've been um the the home has been in operation for over 13 years now and uh some of our kids that came from the streets are now in college and university over in kenya so it's amazing to see that and if you want to be a part of that if you want to have fun and see it's a win-win situation (laughs) because a hundred dollars to have a fun evening out competition and everything and you're helping little children over in africa that's amazing for a a registered canadian charity that is fantastic yeah so maybe what we'll do is we'll try to get that out there won't we sam yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I always, it's never a straightforward never with Sam and I. Course. That's great. Thank you so Anyhow. much. I appreciate you guys coming Thank on. Thank you. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow, I guess. Yes. Thank you for letting me add my little plug. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, Sammy, okay. We'll see you next time on the Be Revolutionary <laughs> podcast.